Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Jordan Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest, your hermitage of the heart, Stephanie would say if she was Right, there. I was going to say. <laughs> or, and then I would say your monastery of right. mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw near to the one who has all the answers. And we do that through the wisdom of the saints and through understanding of how God works in our lives. So today, uh, Stephanie is gone. She's at a Theology of the Body conference, which is awesome. And she's reporting great things uh, from, from uh, her learning there. But I decided uh, to take it easy on myself. Of course, I'm recovering from an accident. So uh, Jordan said, hey, or somebody said, hey, you should interview Jordan. It wasn't me. It wasn't Jordan. <laughs> right? terrible at self-promotion. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Jordan. But um, and talk about his ministry, which is called Do the Harder Thing. But I think, uh, which is an important ministry, and we've adopted it and taken it under the wing of the Avila Institute because of the fruits have just been remarkable. But I think what we're going to do is let Jordan tell his story leading up to the establishment of this ministry, because his story is one of, uh, you know, great deal of suffering and, and darkness. He came out of the light and now is doing some things to help other guys get to the light. So Jordan, why don't you, I don't know, tell folks a little about yourself. What are you 30 years old now? Yeah, thirty years old. Yeah, you had, is this too early for you? You had to, you had to think about that. Yeah, I never think about my age <laughs> after after a certain. I think after like twenty five, you just kind of stop thinking about it. <laughs> well, certainly that's true with me. Yeah, no. So, um, I guess a truncated version would be that I was a. Uh, I guess we can start. I was a police officer in Birmingham for five or six years, something along those lines. And in that time, I those were my formative years. I went into the academy right before I turned twenty one, and then. Uh, from, you know, those like adult formation years were spent on the streets of Birmingham. Uh, and it just wasn't ideal. And so alongside. Well, so before you jump, you kind of started later than I thought you would. What what tell us about in that in that time period? What sure. was your faith like? Oh, it was it was practically non-existent. It, it, I didn't have. So I, I converted not too long after to you, Catholicism, yeah. to Catholicism. Yeah. I don't think it was too long after you had, uh, had converted. I think it was, I think you came in in 2009. I came down in 2005. Right. I, I, I feel like it wasn't too long yeah. after, um, but I was going through the motions, you know, it wasn't anything that I took seriously. Um, I had no concept of what Catholicism was or meant, um, which is, Every time I say that, it's interesting looking back and like you had set up a lot of fantastic resources. My sponsor through RCIA was awesome, you know, so it wasn't that I was hurt for um, information or understanding. It just I was not receptive to it. Mm. So my, my but you converted anyway. Right. So it may, logically, it made sense. So I had a, I had head knowledge. of yeah, okay. okay, this makes sense. Opposite or apostolic succession makes sense. Yeah. Nothing else makes sense. This does. Right. But it wasn't it wasn't a heart thing. Yeah, There's it wasn't no a heart because it was just intellectual. Right. right, right. And barely intellectual at that point. Right. Um, so I grasped onto it and I converted, but I never lived it. It was it was church on Sundays, Sunday obligation. You know, what's your religion? Oh, you're Catholic, but that was about it. There's not much more in between. 
Um, I don't even necessarily recall going to confession. I don't recall, you know, a lot of those different things. I had no concept of the fact that, you know, if I, 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 went, I guarantee you, I received the Eucharist in a state of mortal sin. Mm. I had no concept of the fact of what that was, the sacrilege involved, all that sort of stuff. You know, what's crazy about that. We, to- I told you about, oh, that. I know. Well, yeah. well, you say it all over the- and over and over. Right, right, yeah. right. But you say all the time, sin makes you stupid. Right. And in that time, I was mired in all sorts of sin. Right. Um, very much relate to the prodigal son story going going out to the pigs and um, essentially uh, just in a nutshell nutshell version of the story um, I fell away from the faith I was in a, a destructive um, relationship um, I caused a lot of pain and it ended in a divorce mm-hmm. uh, almost losing custody of my kid mm-hmm. my daughter and it basically just it was I stole this this description from somebody else, but it, it's there's a difference between being broken and being shattered, mm-hmm. right? Like I was broken and brought to my knees, and then I was ground into dust. <laughs> mm. That's the level of pain and suffering that I went through. Um, you know, and it's important you just not to go too fast past right. this. You are not. You don't blame anyone but yourself. No, it was. It's entirely on me. It's yeah. entirely on me. Yeah. No. There. It's. Yeah. I take full ownership of what happened because I. Had I been living the way that I was supposed to be living, had I been living truly in the faith, had I been actually pursuing the faith, I would not have made the decisions that I had made. Yeah, and, and you were married in the church. Right. And you right. were a practicing Catholic. Right. And I put that in quotes. Right, right. You were, But you were going through just kind of bare minimum motions. Yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the Christmas and Easter Catholic thing, but it wasn't, uh, you know what I mean? It just Where wasn't serious. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't serious at all. So I, I lost, you know, my my home, you know, or had sold it. I didn't lose it, but in the process, I had to sell the home that I'd worked hard on, and yeah. you know, the custody and all that kind of stuff. And it was just incredibly, it still is incredibly painful and ha- a very hard situation. But by the grace of God, in the midst of that hardship, um, I was given multiple graces, and I think it was looking back, I think it was just that even though I didn't intellectually or even though I didn't have the understanding of the faith in my heart that I should have, and I didn't live it. I think even just that little bit of intellectual, if you want to call it foundation was enough for me while I was on the ground, you know, literally (laughs) sobbing, I was able to call out and cry out to God. And he was like, okay, okay. If you're, if you need help, this is what we're doing. If you want help, this is the path. This is my plan. Right. Now we're we're on my plan. Right. We're not doing it your way anymore. I did not, I did not will this for you. Yeah. You know, you acted outside of my will, which is really important. Okay. Let's move forward. What's, Mm. this is how we handle this situation. What's next? And so that incorporated a lot of healing, whether it was therapy that I was going through beforehand. Um, I've got, I had to, I was able to spend, blessed to spend time with some of the greatest um, uh, addiction specialists on I think in the planet, sexual addiction, sexual addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, C stats. Yeah. Amazing guys. And a few other things. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go back again a little bit. Right. What's interesting is, uh, in my rec, in my recollection, there were two, several key moments in your reversion. Sure. That you, that I think are important for our audience to know. 
One was you were in a Protestant church mm. and you had a hunger for the Eucharist. Can yeah. you talk about that a little <laughs> yeah. bit? Yeah. So I had completely, I had completely left the Catholic church. And what's interesting was, I think I've told you this, I was working on writing something that said like, oh, these are the reasons I left the Catholic church. And it wasn't because I was trying to prove a point. I think I knew that I was fooling myself some way, maybe subconsciously. And I thought, well, maybe if I write this down, it will. <laughs> It'll make it more real, you know, just lying to myself. More rational. And, right. In text form, just, you know, it's still a lie. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd completely fallen away and was going to a non-denominational uh, church. And I remember, so I was very angry with what I thought the church was and these lies and manipulations from the enemy, lies that I told myself and manipulations from the enemy from the outside telling me different things um, or misconceptions rather. And I'm, so I'm sitting in this service and I remember thinking, uh, clear as day, I had the thought in my head, I miss the Eucharist. Mm. It was just like that, clear as day. Mm. And it was so clear and so profoundly different than what I was feeling, which was anger and frustration, that I paused. I thought, where did that come from? Why do I miss the Eucharist? What does that mean? What? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm ticked off at the church right now. Well, I don't understand what this means. And so I, I had no choice but to really dive into that and try to figure out what is this calling that I'm feeling that's so profound that it's breaking through all of the sin, it's breaking through all of my misunderstandings, it's breaking through, it broke through everything. This concept of, I miss the Eucharist. Mm. It wasn't, I wish I could partake because they had, you know, leavened bread and, and grape juice, which is not, not the same, right? But it was, I miss the Eucharist. There was this profound difference between what they say the Eucharist is. Well, they don't even call it the Eucharist. Right. Right. Call it communion. Right. And what I know it to be. Right. And that knowledge somehow in the depths of who I was, again, like I said, broke through sin. It broke through misunderstanding. It broke through feelings. It broke through anger. It broke through hatred. And it was the reality that I needed to hear. Hey, this is Dan Burke. And I'm with a special guest, my son, Jordan Burke. For Divine Intimacy Radio today, we're talking about his reversion. So the the so you're in that church and you come to that. Now, you're free to disagree with me or say no, that's not right. Sure. I mean, I it does I'm I'm easy, right? But so I don't know if you remember, but during your during the process of your ex-wife, uh, put that in quotes, conversion in quotes as well. I took you guys through a study on the Eucharist, mm -hmm. uh, Brent Petrie, Petri, yeah. which is the best of the best. Right. And also, so did that affect you? And if not, that's fine. I'm just asking, or you may not know. The other thing is, and I'm just trying to give parents a little perspective as right. we're talking about your story. There's right. other, more than one reason to talk about your story. Right. But the other question I have is, is how would you rate your formation in the home regarding the faith? If you could rate mm -hmm. it on a scale, let's say A, B, C, D, F, and I, I won't be offended, I promise. Right. How did how would you rate how well you were formed uh spiritually? So to the first question with Dr. Petrie, he was fantastic. And I So I, you like that course? Well, I don't remember half of it. Oh, interesting. That's the thing. Right. Sin makes you stupid. Then. Right. Right. Okay. Right. I don't remember half of it. Right. Um, but Dr. Petrie is fantastic. I've listened yeah. to a lot of his stuff since my reversion, and it's been yeah. really, really helpful. But that leads into your second question, which is how would you rate the the formation at home? It's not necessarily, and I'm not trying to take like an easy way out. 
it's not how would I rate it? That's how receptive I was. And the fact is I wasn't receptive. Right. So you, it could have been a plus teaching. And I mean, you, like you said, you provided brand brand or grant brand 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 Petrie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Brand <laughs> Dr. Petrie. Yeah. You know, which is a level formation formation along with the theology of the body stuff. I remember the images of the courses, but I don't remember the courses cause I was just so tuned out. Right. So you probably provided a B level, you know, if I was to guess just based on the resources that you used, but the fact was I wasn't receptive. So it doesn't matter how good it is. It's just like, if, if the person's not receptive, it's just not going to get through. So it's an important point to parents. You, you know, you can't, I would grade our formation in the home of B, right? I think we were struggling through so many things as a blended family and all of that. Right. That caused a lot of distractions. There's no excuses, but I'd rate it as a B. But, um, it's key for parents who are listening to understand no matter how good your formation is, uh, if your child, your child still has to make a choice, right. they still have to choose. They still have to say, yeah, I want this right. in order to truly receive it. Right. Right. So when we get back from the break, we'll continue with Jordan's uh, reversion back to the faith and then his work in helping other folks do the same. We'll be right back. Hi friends, we want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Jordan Burke, uh, my, our, our oldest uh, child. Jordan, Jordan is uh, with us today to make my life a little easier. Stephanie's out running around at the Theology of the Body Conference, gallivanting, uh, theologically speaking. Um and uh, so Jordan agreed to make my life a little easier. And I thought uh, one of the staff mentioned it would be great to have him on to share his testimony, but also his ministry work that he's doing uh, for us and, and for the world. So where we left off was you got some pretty good formation at home, right, right. but you were not, you were only, I, you weren't, you like, you didn't reject it because you would go to mass. And right. I even saw you take solace in mass and in adoration at times. Sure. Uh, when you were really struggling, but you're, you weren't truly an authentic disciple of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Right. Doubt. So you were sort of pre purgative, you know, baptized, confirmed, all that, but not like all in, not like a really true, a true disciple of Jesus. So, right. so we, you wrecked your marriage, just kind of bringing everyone up to speed. And then what I want you to talk about, and, and I don't know if you'll remember what you said, but when I asked you, what brought you back? There were a handful of things. We already talked about that, the Holy Spirit prompting you in that service to say, 
this isn't the Eucharist. Right. It's over there back where, where you left. Right? right. Right. So that was one. And then you shared two others and, and with me, but there may be more that sure. you want to share. One was your involvement in the Avila summit the year that, uh, uh father McManus spoke. It was, right. it was another spiritual warfare conference. And how powerful it was to be around other people who were on fire. And the right. second was was Stephanie's touch. Yeah. Okay. So that that's probably the the where we need to go next, and as far as the timeline goes. Uh, so just again, this is a truncated version. I've given some longer versions of my reversion story. You can find on the website later. But um, at, this isn't a, this is a key moment because at this point, um, it was just nothing but struggle, and I was. I'd say I was somewhat progressing out of the struggle, but it was still just every day was a nightmare. The struggle is um, the pain I was experiencing with the divorce that going on there. Um, I was working hundred plus hour weeks. I was I was working for y'all, and then I was going and working. I had a handyman company, trying to make ends meet um, to pay for the therapists and those sorts of things, as well as working on my own house, just trying to fulfill those obligations and yeah. duties. And I was just worn out and broken. I was dodging your calls. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it was really kind of a treacherous situation and you, I don't think you guys knew exactly everything that was going on at that time. You knew something no. was wrong, it yeah, was obvious, we didn't know, yeah. but you didn't know what that was. Cause it's, you can't hide that stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it's so clear on people as much as people want to pretend they can hide it. It's clear on your face when there's something. No, we knew you were busted. Right. Right. So I don't remember exactly what prompted me to do this, but I knew that I had to just come clean about everything. I I think even at that point, I don't recall if I had gone to to Bethesda or not. And Bethesda is what? That's the clinic in Tennessee that helps guys through everything from pornography addiction, which is what I was struggling with, to um, uh, like guys who purchase prostitutes. I mean, the wide range of, of things there. Yeah. Um, with the incredible, incredible therapists and doctors there. And it was profound healing. I mean, it was profound. Um, they helped me clue into a lot of different things. But anyway, I don't recall where that fell on the, on that. But I knew that I had to to come to you guys and say, like, this is what's going on. These, This is where I'm at. And so we went to the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament. Or, or you, you all happened to just be there. <laughs> and I said, hey, can we meet? And you said, yeah, sure, we're at the Shrine, which was about halfway from where I was living at the time. So I met you guys there in a little room off the sanctuary and I just sat down and I just told you everything. And, and he, told, he laid out all of his sins uh, with a level of courage that was mind boggling. I, I, Stephanie said many times, you know, she had a period where, you know, she, she would tell you he, she was going to hell and she said, I would never tell my parents what I was doing, you know? Yeah. Just brutal. I just knew it had to be brutal painful and everything that you had to work through you had to embrace that pain right and suffering to get right. everything right 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 okay yeah because if yeah well i wouldn't get into it but that's in my opinion that's what carrying your cross means embracing yeah. your cross so i said everything and there was just this moment of silence and you were on one couch stephanie was on the other and i just given you i'm just i'm crying i'm thinking i'm gonna get fired <laughs> I'm going to be disowned, whatever. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what was coming, but I knew that I had to come clean about everything. And uh, Stephanie comes across and she sits, because I, I, I had purposefully like put myself in the one chair that people couldn't sit next to me. It's kind of like, you know, I just need to be by myself. And so she comes and she sits on the table and she puts her hand on my hand, which was on my leg. And uh, 
there was this moment because our her and my relationship was very tumultuous up until she's your stepmother right right it was it was i don't know necessarily why but it was she treated you well i mean yeah you know she 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 held you accountable right i think it was just she loves you like her own yes i think it was just like my own issues yeah in sense but she embraced me you know and it was just like I don't I don't mean to say I don't mean to make it sound more dramatic than it was but I felt like there was like something moved you know something moved something, something changed happened in you. yeah it was like like I I I the only thing I can think of to describe it is like an electric shock mm-hmm. like that's the only thing I can think of and I all I know is when I left when I was driving away from the shrine I remember driving away and looking through the windshield and looking up at the sky and thinking I have never seen the sky so blue. I've never seen clouds so crisp and clean. And from that day forward, my me- even my mental clarity was at a, a sharpness level that I, I don't think I've ever experienced. And I, I think there was some form of deliverance there. Interesting. There was just this, this, you know. So she touched you. Right. And in that moment, it's like you got delivered. Right, right. And then you, you've shared a little bit about... What did that do to how you saw her and your relationship with her? Oh, we're awesome. Yeah. Like she's one of my favorite people. <laughs> we, we, we went to uh, the JP2 Center for Healing, Healing the Whole Person Retreat, which is another phenomenal, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it was like, we're best buddies now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you bring her a lot of joy and yeah. consolation. She yeah. tells me all the time. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, um, so that was part of it. I mean, it, it was just these, these simple steps and, or I say simple, these small steps. Um, that were big in a lot of ways and overcoming fear and emotion, but also just God's grace being poured out through each time I said yes, mm-hmm. right? Because I didn't want to tell you guys everything. Oh, maybe I did, but I, I was afraid of what the outcome might be. Yeah. But I knew it needed to happen. We didn't fire or disown you. Right. <laughs> Clearly. And I said yes. And I said, okay, God, if this is what you want. I'm going to go do it. And what happened? Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace was poured out okay, this is what I want you to do. Okay, great. Grace upon grace upon grace. Um, and then from there, it was just this rocket ship. It was like um, it was like someone pull, poured rocket fuel on a fire. Like I had this tiny little fire that was slowly, you know, wood was being ad- added, kindling was being added, these little things growing, growing, growing. And from that point on, it was just like, okay, we're done with the wood. We're pouring gasoline on this thing and we're taking off. So based on the time, I think we're going to have to do it two shows, which sure. is fine. So part one is a bit more of your conversion. Part two, we'll, we'll spend more time on the ministry God's led you into based right. on your own liberation and freedom. Right. So you, was that the, at the shrine, was that before or after Bethesda? I can't remember. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I know yeah. everything was kind of a fog. Yeah. As you say, sin, sin, as we say, sin makes you stupid. Right. But so anyway, you you went in for sexual addiction treatment you had for uh, pornography addiction for, for, sorry just, for, no i mean it's this it's similar but just so people don't think that yeah no it's, <laughs> it's, it's clarification what yeah. it is right yeah, is yeah. what it is yeah. and you you didn't uh well we won't go down that path so you you had your conversion that happened the summit happened now you're into a new world right right now you're see now something happened that broke in you. So you're broken first, like the prodigal son, right? Right, right. And then somehow through all of that experience, you end up back with the father in the in that story. 
and of course we're all rejoicing right not knowing necessarily or even trusting exact because you were oh, pretty, you were you know i you know i've always been proud of you um there's always been good things in your life but you were not fun i can I yeah can for say. sure and no i was very painful yeah for a lot of people not just y'all yeah no of course yeah and in, in your your spouse at the time right in particular so so you have the conversion now you begin to did you like were you aware of like okay i need to rebuild my catholic faith i need to re-engage or how did you get strong enough to where you then started helping guys other guys get free so it was interesting because i i knew that i needed more of god and i knew the direction i needed to go which was okay where is the eucharist where is the body of christ because that was the clear fundamental principle that really sparked a lot of probably is what sparked the fire in general and so i started going back to mass um, I went to a general confession right away, thankfully with an exorcist, which was fantastic. Um, so going back to mass, starting really diving in, taking it step by step. And by that time, thankfully I had at least one holy friend who was able to like say, Hey, look, here's, here's some guidance. Maybe you should go here. Maybe you should go here. Check this out. And I just started diving in the text and reading. And I was so fascinated with the process that I learned at Bethesda. I was really diving into that as well because especially at that time, it's like, you don't just go and you're healed. That's not what happens. It's there to say, okay, let's diagnose whatever is going on. And then we're going to help you overcome that illness. It's just kind of like a doctor. What, what's making you sick? Okay, here's the medication. Um, and it was interesting because at Bethesda, I'll never forget one of the guy, one of the, um, the therapists were talking and he goes, Jordan, he said, you do understand you're not addicted to porn. I was like, what? He goes, you're not addicted to any of this. He said, what you're addicted to is affection. He said, because I've seen it and he lays it out. He's like, you, it's not, you, you're using this as inebriation, but it's not something that, because there's, we can go into details. There's actual addiction scales. But and we'll do that. We'll do on that on the next show. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't, I say addiction to make it easier for people to understand. Shorthand. Yeah. But Okay, so now how do you solve that? Where is what wound do you have? My wound was self worth, mm -hmm. right? I have no worth. That's what the lie that I told myself, leading to self inebriation, those sorts of things. Um, so I'm sorry, I kind of lost track of what, what the. No, that's was. okay. You know, why don't we do this since we're coming to the end of the show? Sure. So, in, in the next show, what we'll do is dive into your work to help guys get free of porn and, and related things. And, sure. And it's even morphing into a broader. Uh, reality now do the harder thing for those who are listening you can find them out on instagram do yeah. the harder thing Un do the underscore harder thing do the underscore harder thing yeah. and then also we're now starting to promote it through spiritualdirection.com some of it yeah the yeah. podcasts yeah and that sort of thing so on the next show what we'll do is run through a little bit of how uh finalizing how he got free and then how he began to help other guys get free from the same thing so uh, join us next time on Divine Intimacy Radio, and may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.